This is Bangarang Radio, a podcast network. For more shows, visit bangarangradio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up, I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza on Bangarang Radio. All right, let's uh, get this party started. I'm Jacques Lamore. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast. It means the world to me. It really does. Um, I want to mention before we get into uh, today's show with Matt Powell of City Mouth out of Chicago, just want to remind you real quick, still some Pop Punk and Pizza podcast t-shirts available at bangerangradio.com. I believe there's an extra large and there's two double XLs that can be snagged. Still working on getting some new shirts printed. I know I've been saying that for a while, but please snag those up while you can, and it'll definitely help support us and get us a little money here at Bangarang Radio. We could definitely use it, because it does actually cost me some money to do this. Um, today's show also, I should mention, is brought to you by Blueberry Podcast Hosting. Um, that's what I use here for Bangarang Radio to uh, host our uh, podcasts on the interwebs and you can um, if, if uh, you're thinking of starting a podcast or if the current podcast you're doing you're thinking I need to find a better hosting service well give Blueberry a try um, and it's spelled differently too it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y so go to B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com and when you figure out exactly which hosting package you want Make sure you type in the promo code Bangarang Radio and you get one month free. Once again, blueberry.com, that's B L U B R R Y. And once you figure out what hosting package you want to get at checkout, use the promo code Bangarang Radio and you get that one month of free podcast hosting. Pretty sweet, right? All right, so today's show. I'm really excited about this. I think you're really going to like this conversation I had with Matt Powell, who's the uh, lead vocalist of a really great pop punk, indie, alternative, uh, I don't even know, there's so many, uh, they got so many different sounds in one band, and I love it. Um, You'll hear everything from pop punk guitar riffs to horns, or I should say a horn, just one, trumpet, (laughs) Um, and then uh, synths, keyboards. So I got to sit down with Matt and talk about their latest EP, Hollows, which came out earlier this year in April. And we also talk about that they're currently writing a full length. So we go through that whole process. We even touch on religion, and we have a, a good conversation about that as well. So overall, we mainly talk about his songwriting process, how he's growing in the songwriting process, and also touch on some of those religious references in the EP Hollows. So here it is, Matt from City Mouth. Oh, and just an FYI, all right? Bear with me here. There might be some glitches in the audio on Matt's end. We were supposed to record this via phone, and I was having some interference issues for some reason, so we decided we'd try Google Hangouts, and we still had some issues on Google Hangouts, too. And Matt was actually, he was making himself breakfast, too. Um, yeah, I think he was making himself like a, a wake-up wrap, like you would get at uh, Dunkin' Donuts, like an egg uh, 
quesadilla kind of thing. So, so you're going to hear some kitchen noises too, but still a very enjoyable conversation. So how's Matt today? Uh, not bad, you know. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. What uh, what are you up to right now? You said you were getting ready for work. Eggs. Eggs. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm making it a nice egg quesadilla. Oh. Uh, yeah. I uh, for a little while I was I was uh when I would like get low on time or whatever, or I would just want to get something real quick. I was going to Dunkin' Donuts and getting those like wake up wraps. Yes, things. yes. And then one day I had the realization that I could make this very easily at home. Yeah, and save and it's two bigger. bucks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, bigger. Go. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah, they're so small. Yeah. Um, at yeah, Dunkin'. they are very small. They're yeah. the picture is a little bit misleading. Like it doesn't really say that it's gonna be big, but it looks bigger on the picture than it is in real life. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, I'm sure that's probably done. It might be done on purpose. For all we know, it probably is. Probably. <laughs> how, probably, uh, yeah. Yeah, how, you know, uh, corporate America How small America can works. an egg really be? Right, yeah. They get the, the smallest ones, I guess. They probably. get, like, the Robin's, Robin's eggs, <laughs> Robin. and they make a lot of that. Can a person eat Robin eggs and live? I don't know. I've never, I've always right, wondered. I thought you could, but I, can you? I don't know. Have you? I don't know. I've never tried it. Well, I thought I, I've never tried it. I don't want to try it, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I guess I never really thought about it. Yeah, I haven't either. So you're obviously not vegan. Are you vegetarian? You just said you've always wondered about it. I have and always then wondered. You said, and then you said you've never thought about it either. I, Which is it? I guess. Um, well, I've never. I meant to say I never thought about it until now. Is what I meant to say. Um, but how can you, how can you always wonder about something if you never thought about it until now? <laughs> um, that's me just not <laughs> processing my thoughts correctly. That's what that is. <laughs> Sometimes I just I can't talk. I can't talk very well. Um, me neither. Yeah. Some, I'm glad I, we got that. Out yeah. I uh, I did a when I was at work today. Um, I was. I was interviewing a local theater group on my on my radio station, and I recorded oh, cool. I recorded the interview, and then I I listened back to it today, and um, yeah, I said a couple things that didn't make any sense, and I'm like, why, <laughs> what, <laughs> I, it, you know, contradicting myself, kind of like how you just pointed out, but um, no, what I meant to <laughs> yeah, say no, is it's all good. Yeah, what I meant to say is now that I think about it, I wonder if a person can eat them. Eat robin eggs. Uh, wait, 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 wait. You're breaking up. What'd you am say? I, am I breaking up? Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, Good. I can hear you now. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, no, I was just... I'm, when the whole robin egg thing got brought... When you brought that up, I was just... It led me to think, hmm, I wonder if you can eat those. Yeah. That's okay. You don't have to explain yourself. I'm just messing with you. I know, I know, but anyway. I understand what you meant. Yes, I fi- I figured you did. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, City Mouth, it, it feels like, it feels like it's been forever already since Hollows came out. 
I don't know why, but it feels like it was forever ago. Really? Yeah, it, a lot of stuff has happened since then, I guess. Yeah. Uh, lots um, of member changes and whatnot. Right. I That's something I noticed, too. Is it just more than... Because I saw that Maddie joined the band, and then it looks right. like he's not in the band he's anymore. No longer in the band. And that was really sh- short, it seemed like. Yep. And that's kind of a city mouth thing like a lot of people come and go i don't know mm-hmm. and this is like our our third well now it's like our fourth our full fourth like big lineup change really are um, you the only original or is is yeah it, okay so it was it was uh troy our our bass player who left semi recently but now it doesn't feel very recently because of all the other changes he was like the second original member so it was like kind of like a duo for a little while but like we always had like live members and and so it's like it's almost like it's simultaneously like a project of a couple people but then also like a also like a collective because it's like it's like everyone and nobody is in city mouth that's how i think of it but but yeah there's there's always been a lot of member changes which is i don't know it brings it brings something fresh to it uh but uh yeah i like our current lineup a lot now who is currently the lineup So it's me, Jess Bordeaux, Matt Backtap, and Jackie Hoiser. And and Jackie, has she been in the longest out of the four yeah. of you? Or the five, no, it's yep. four, right? Yeah. She's been in the longest besides me. I thought so, because I was trying to keep track of this and trying to remember, because I noticed that people were rotating in and out, and I was just trying to keep track of, okay, I think this person and Matt have been in the band the longest, but I'm not sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Yeah, that that's true. That's how it is. I feel so stupid, because I saw, I saw Jackie at a subterranean show back in, I think, April, and uh-huh. I know she doesn't... I, we're friends on social media and stuff, but I know she did, probably doesn't know who I am. And <laughs> so I'm I'm at the show. I'm like, I'm in front of her because I, I turned around and I saw her behind me and I, I recognized her from, you know, pictures on Facebook or whatever. And I just kind of, I just kind of waved to her and she just kind of looked at me like, okay like <laughs> you know and then afterwards i'm like wow like i'm an idiot <laughs> like you know, she's probably like, okay here's this random dude in front of me just waving at me like he knows who i am or or i know who he is and you know and uh so that was that but uh yeah she she just had a funny look on her face so i didn't you know i didn't think about it. and i didn't i should have went up and and introduced myself to explain but <laughs> anyway, that's funny. Yeah, it was really funny. Um, just one of those moments afterwards, you're thinking, "Wow, that was that was terrible." Um, yeah, it happens. It, Sometimes, like I recognize people, and then in the first 
minute I'm like, I don't remember why I know this person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, should I say hi to them? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I just know them because of Facebook or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then you realize, oh, right, this is the real world. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is uh, this is not social media. So, um, but what I was going to say about um, about Hollows, that was released in April. And mm-hmm. it just, I don't know why it seems like it was so long ago, but you guys are, are uh, I've, I've noticed on Facebook and Twitter and stuff, you're writing new music right now. And how how is that? going and how does that compare to hollows because i think hollows i love hollows man it's got so it's got so much in it um and i really really enjoyed that ep and is there a lot that's being written that's um quite quite a bit different from hollows or is it just kind of an expansion or so i would say that um instrumentally there's a lot of stuff going on in the newer stuff that is pretty different from hollows uh i think though that like vocally and lyrically and in the general vibe of things is pretty similar to hollows we just have we're just gonna have a lot more like um there's a lot more pop influence on the on the newer stuff we're writing um with more like synths and samples and whatnot, uh, but still guitar. Like the guitar will probably be. I mean, when I say probably, I say that as if we haven't written a bunch of the songs already. And, like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But uh, the guitar is like still like kind of like uh, lay awake and curse my name type style guitar, just with um, I don't know, just a little bit different techniques than we've used. Mm-hmm. Um. This the newer stuff kind of feels like a combination of like all of our different phases. Uh, so we used to be, we started out as just like my solo project, and that was um, like all electronic music, and then, uh, <clears throat> then we redid a few of the songs as a full band, and that was the that was the self titled EP. So some of those songs used to be like synth songs. And there's still a lot of like um, that in there. Um, so then this feels like a mixture of that and then like everything we did with um, Hollows and everything we did with um, Tell Me I'm All Right and stuff. So I think it's a very nice, uh, it's a cool way to approach the our first full length because it's just like a combination of everything that we've been before. Oh, so that is what you guys are working on. You are working on a full length. Oh, yeah. The cat's out of the bag. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, you've done several EPs, so why not? Mm-hmm. What, what made you guys decide? Uh, yeah, what made you decide to jump to that? Um, mostly because of uh, getting signed to take this to heart records. Um. I mean, basically, they approached us and asked us if we wanted to do a full length. We were like, yeah, sure, we'll do it. Um, so now we're doing that, which I I think in the past, in the past, I was always in, intimidated by the idea of writing a full length. Mm-hmm. 
And then I don't know, something about right now, I feel like was a really good time to start doing that because um, I'm not overthinking my writing as much. Uh, and I'm getting a lot more done consistently than I have in the past. So we're just trying to write a bunch of songs and just narrow it down um, to the best ones. And I don't know if I would have been able to do that in the past. So in the past, when uh, you're talking about overthinking, was it in your head when you were writing a song before? Was it like uh, when you... when you start with the beginning of a song or, or however it starts, whether it's with a, a certain hook or a, a certain um, chorus or verse, did you just not like where it was going? And you're like, no, 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 no. It can't go that way. It's got to go this way. And because you were, um, of, of, because you were afraid to, to go to a certain direction? Well, not exactly. I would say more so I would, I think especially with Tell Me I'm All Right, uh, that that EP was written entirely uh, with uh, out of like light bulb moments, and when I say that, I mean like you're, uh, you know, you're like in the shower or you're at work or you're doing something, and all of a sudden you're like, oh wow, this awesome like book just came to my mind, recorded on my phone. Uh, that EP was written entirely with just those moments. Um, when I say entirely, I think I think there's probably a f- few things that I had to actually just uh, put the work in and write. But for the most part, it was just things coming to me, uh, which is which is a fine way to do things. But it's just like you only have so many of those moments. Uh, there comes a time when you have to actually sit down and put the work in and actually write something and then accept that what you come up with it in that moment might not be the, the final version of it, or it might not be, you might not like it immediately. You might have to like workshop it. Um, but yeah, like putting in that work was not something that I was doing on that EP on hollows. It was a little bit more, um, on hollows. It was, it was a bit more like, uh, there were a lot of light bulb moments involved as there are with the newer stuff too. It's just not, not waiting around for them. Uh, so, so yeah, with hollows, it was a little bit of, um, a little bit of a, of a mix of like just waiting around for ideas and then also like putting in some work. But, uh, but on the, newer stuff I'm like actually spending time like almost every day like writing and then like in the past I feel like I took forever to get the first draft done because I was waiting for all the perfect pieces and then I would still go back and I would still rewrite everything and whatnot but if it takes you what like six months to get the first draft done then it's like you there you have that much more time where you're not you're not rewriting and you're not perfecting something. So now I'm just trying to get the first drafts of everything out of the way because Hollow's really taught me that sometimes like stuff doesn't start out feeling totally right and you you have to workshop it a little bit. And there was a time when 
uh, we were working on hollows when I was like really worried about it. I was like, this is not going to be good enough. Blah, blah, blah. Like I was so nervous about it. And at one point there was a point where I, everything just kind of felt fell into place for me. And I was like, Oh, okay. This does sound like something. This does sound like uh, a piece of music that I'm proud of. Uh, whereas with, with tell me I'm all right. I didn't bring, I didn't even show the band the songs until we were, until they were fully written until I was like, okay, there's nothing I would do to change this. And that took a long time to write. Uh, that was like a two year writing process oh, wow. of like five, five songs. That's for uh, That's crazy. Ho- yeah. Yeah. Hollows was still pretty long writing process as well. But, uh, I, but it I it taught me that I don't have to be so um I don't have to be so um um what's the word like delicate about it I don't know I can just get in and then make something that's imperfect and then then like I have the first part of the, the first part that used to take six months took me a couple weeks. And then I have so so much more time to rewrite things, and like, uh, you know, I already have the the of the first version of it, and I can go from there. Uh, so I I feel like I really I'm still figuring that out how to like not stress so much about getting the perfect uh, first draft or whatever. I think I'm still figuring that out, but. I'm way farther along than I was before. And I don't think I would have been able to write a full length. I think it would have taken me like four more years or whatever to do it. Uh, if I hadn't uh, started to figure that out. I, I can, I can relate to what you're saying. Um, I mean, for me, it was like you were saying the, the stress and the anxiety of, of landing it right, landing it right and getting it right the first time. And not wanting to have to go back and and rewrite or um, go through a whole different process of of getting that song out. I I would build up so much anxiety and so much anticipation of trying to make it right that I would end up just not writing anything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's... uh... Yeah, I think that's the thing that a lot of creative people go through is like you're yeah, you're you want it you want what you're doing to be so perfect that you're not even doing anything. And then uh it's not perfect because it doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. So I've start I've started to kind of adopt this um mindset of of realizing that the better version is the always the the there can't be a better version that doesn't exist yet. You can write that version and then say, okay, is this better? But you can't say, oh, like if you, if you, if you don't actually write the second, the version that you're comparing the current version to, then the current version is automatically better because it exists. The other one doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. You haven't taken the time to bring it into reality. So you can't really compare it yet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and and that has helped me to not be so hard on myself, and uh, and yeah, I'm just I feel like right now also I'm like just really excited about the process, uh, in a way that I I haven't been before. I'm I feel much more relaxed about it. 
well, I feel like I'm writing stuff that's like I'm really having a lot of fun experimenting with with what City Mouth can be and what we can sound like. And that's that's uh, good and, yeah. to hear. That's really good to hear. Yeah. I'm uh I'm happy that you're you're finding a way to get past all that anxiety and and because uh, from everything I've heard so far, you're a really great songwriter. And the fact that you're Thanks. able to, you're welcome. The fact that you're able to kind of tap in more into yourself and unleash uh, that side that you haven't been able to let out yet is is great. So it makes me excited to hear what is to come. So yeah, I'm really excited about um, the new stuff. Honestly, like some of it, it's just like. I get so hyped on it. Like I literally will listen to our own demos. Like sometimes I'm like, what do I want to listen to right now? And I'm like, I kind of want to listen to that future city mouth album. That's not out yet. Uh, and then I will just sit there and listen to the whole, all the demos. And it's like, we're only, I've never before felt so ahead of things that, as I am right now, because we're trying to write, we're trying to write at least 22 songs. Oh, wow. Um, before January, which I believe we're re- trying to record in January. Because um, I keep hearing all these like interviews with, like, I don't knock it at all. Like, because a lot of people like get really good work this way. Uh, but I hear a lot of people like, oh, yeah, we went into the studio with like, uh, nothing written or something like that. And they're like, yeah, and then we just wrote an album and I cannot work that way. Uh, so I, we're trying to like write a lot of music and then narrow it down. Cause I feel like otherwise, otherwise I'll, I will be stressed out. I'm a type of person where I, my level of my, uh, my day to day, like mood and stuff. A lot of times is, based around how everything's going with my band. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I feel like I, uh, I feel like I would just feel like I'm under a lot of pressure if I'm like going in and I have like that short of a time limit. And uh, yeah. So, but I, right now I feel so ahead of things because we have like, we have like 13 songs done and, uh, and I like them all already. Like, it's like, if we had to release the album, like if we had to start recording tomorrow and we just had the songs that we have right now, I would still be stoked about it. Cause I really like these songs, but we're going to write like 11 more or whatever. And I'm hoping to do more. I'm, I'm setting a goal to like do one a week until we record, but we'll see if that happens. Uh, but like the fact that we're going to write that many more and then narrow it down to the best ones. I just am so excited about like how this album's going to turn out and how like how little stress is going into it right now. Uh, just feels great. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at it in a positive way instead of looking at, yeah. oh shit, I got to write 22 songs. <laughs> and right. you're looking at it like, wow, this is an opportunity for me to do 22 different things. And, you know, I'm going to learn so much from it. And um, because if you think about it in the the grand scheme of things, whether you end up using, I mean, you're obviously not going to use all those songs. I guess you end up 
Well, I guess you could, actually. You could make a couple of releases or however many releases out of that down the road. But um, whether right. you end up releasing them or not, it's still an exercise for you to build the the path you're trying to um, move forward on. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's like uh, sometimes I feel like people forget that writing and songwriting is something that you kind of have to practice. Um, you don't just show up and then write the best song in the world. You have to kind of have to write a lot of okay or a lot of bad songs to develop your craft. Uh, so I feel good about that I'm getting more practice in. Yeah, that's good. And, and what you just said, that's something that I often forget myself. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll sit down and I'll, I'll start writing something and I'm just like, ugh, like I hate this. And then I'm just like, oh, <laughs> it's like I suck, you know, I really <laughs> suck. And then, and then I just... I feel that way a lot of the time. Yeah, and then I just quit, which is terrible. That's, that's not how it should be. I should just be like, okay, well, I just got to keep going. It's yeah, I'm still kind of working on that too. Believe me, like if I'm if I I hear a lot of people say like because I spend a lot of time like uh, I don't know researching what people think about uh, like creativity and whatnot, and a lot of people say like that you should keep doing it even when you really don't want to do it and when you have like that writer's block or whatever, like just mm-hmm. push through it or whatever. And it's very hard for me to do that because it's like if I'm not enjoying it, then I just get really like, ah, I don't want to do this. And then it's like, I feel like that affects like whether I want to do it the next day. Uh, and that's not great. But also, I've, I've realized that I also need to take that type of advice <clears throat> and um, just realize how I react emotionally to things. Because if I'm forcing trying to force a song out one day and it's really not coming i do get like i do get like this negative association with writing and then i don't want to write as much and i so i i've been trying to find a balance between focusing between uh like putting the work in but then also not exhausting myself mm-hmm. and i think that's another thing that people don't really talk about a lot is that if the if the way that you're supposed to be working or whatever is not working for you and makes you want to do it less, then uh, it's okay to like make it work for you. Because because I realized that if I just if I was getting things done every day, but but took did it in a way where I take a lot of the the pressure off, where I'm not expecting myself to like I don't know like write a whole song in a day or write a or do anything like just even if it's just me playing my guitar and just learning some other songs that's helpful too like just moving yourself forward in a way that's not exhausting you uh i think is also equally important to putting the work in uh i agree so yeah i'm trying to find that balance for sure yeah that that's always tough to find that balance between you know mm-hmm. productivity and uh well the completely opposite end of that so yeah um so speaking of songwriting something i wanted to ask you in hollows you have so many references i feel like to 
God and the Bible and things like that. And I was just curious, like, and, and I'm, there's no judgment here at all. I was just curious as to like where that comes from and what your view views are, I guess. And like I said, it's not coming from a place of, of judgment or anything, just a place of curiosity. Cause you know, when I, um, when I meet a, a songwriter that throws those things in there, it just, yeah. it, you know, you can't help it, but, but uh, be curious about it. It's funny, like somebody wrote a an article about us that was like something they like thought that we were a Christian band mm-hmm. because from, of uh, all the references, or yeah. And I was, and I found that really interesting. I wasn't, I wasn't bothered by it in any way. Uh, but I would not consider myself to be a religious person. But at the same time, like I like that, like because. The fact that it could be confused for either very anti-religious or very religious uh, at the same time, like it could be uh, go either way. Mm-hmm. First of all, I really like that because one of my favorite albums um, is Lucy Gray by Envy on the Coast. And, uh, and I always felt like that was an album where you could take it and say, okay, this is a really religious album or this is a totally anti-religious album. Uh, and depending on my vantage point at the time, I uh, got different things from it. But uh, yeah, I, I grew up very religious. Um, I was very religious in high school, definitely. And then I, I don't know, I just lost my faith later on uh, at the end of high school, early college. Uh, and I found it to be, I don't know, just very... I don't know. It was a very big shift in my life and it's still something that confuses me today. So it's not, so I I wouldn't say that it's anti-religious or that it's religious. It's just, it's like, it's both. It's like, Mm -hmm. I just have a lot of confusion around that subject. And even if I, I can't fully leave it behind because it's something that I grew up with. It's something that I'm, that it's just, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm uh, conditioned to think a certain way about things. Like I'm conditioned to like, even if I don't fully believe in God, like still kind of in the back of my mind thinking about like, uh, you know, uh, like, I don't know what, what's going to happen when I die or like, or like if I get like afraid about something, I will definitely like, it does make me feel better to like pray and stuff. But I don't really believe in it, but I don't really not believe in it. It's like I feel like I'm very literally agnostic. Uh, some people say agnostic when they really mean atheist. Uh, I wouldn't consider myself an atheist. I would consider myself – because I feel like I have like this very – I can't fully convince myself that, I, that it's not real, and I can't fully convince myself that it is real. So I just feel like I'm in this middle ground area all the time. So a lot of uh, and a lot of the songs on Hollows are kind of talking about like my frustration with with that and and but also kind of like talking to God in a way that it's like it's like uh, I don't know it's 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 complaining and then it's also like 
just like examining the just the how that affects my mind and how how I uh, how I like spend a lot of my time talking to something that I don't believe in, like uh, which is weird, and that's why it makes for very uh, makes for very good lyrics. Any weird thing that you do all the time, I think a lot of times uh, it finds its way into songs a lot. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I would say I'm like pretty middle ground about that, but probably leaning more towards like, like I would say I'm not a religious person, but mm -hmm. I do think about religion a lot. Yeah. I, I, maybe that's part of the reason why I gravitated towards hollows. Cause I have a lot of those same thoughts in my head and, and a lot of the same things that you were saying is kind of where my beliefs are at you know it's it's like okay it's like i i kind of believe it but at the same time why is there all this other stuff you know um as far as you know why is there all these different branches of christianity and and why is there why is there so many other religions and all of them say they're right and it's like why if right. if if Christ if Christianity is the right thing, why are all you know, why is there all these other ones? And uh, Yeah. I don't like, know that would be a that'd be kind of a dick move if, if there is if there is one right religion and they're like, Oh, you just kinda have to figure it out. Uh you, you just have to figure out that we're the right one. And it's yeah. like, but how? Right. And, um if you were God and you were like, I'm gonna make the world and I'm gonna make a bunch of other religions to throw you <laughs> off. Yeah. Uh, and you got to figure out which one's right. And a lot of it has to do with like on my end is like, I fear, <clears throat> I fear like what's going to happen after I die and stuff. Like mm -hmm. if I don't believe in the right religion or whatever, am I really going to go to hell for it or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so sometimes I will be like, well, maybe I should just, maybe I should just, um, you know, like maybe I'm better off if I if I do at least go through the motions of it and uh because then maybe I'll get that insurance when I die <laughs> and I'll and I'll it won't burn for eternity. Mm -hmm. Uh and then it's like, but which one? Which <laughs> religion do you even yeah. follow? Yeah. Yeah. And then once you do get into that, there's so many like I said with Christianity, as you know. There's so many different branches. There's so many different groups and, and types. And it's like they all have these varieties and differences. And it's like, okay, well, yeah. who's right? You know, the Catholic Church says that they're right because they're the original. You know, they're yeah. apparently Jesus started, you know, the Catholic Church. So this is what's right. But then why are all, you know, all the other uh, Protestant groups out there? It just... It's just uh, something that I constantly also, think about. What if Jesus was just a dude? And what if, like, what if, like, uh, you know, like Judaism was already correct or something like yeah, that? And then yeah. Jesus came along and was like, "Yeah, I'm that guy's son." Uh, and then we can't really, we can't really, I don't know. There's not really any way to fact check that. No. Uh, and then it's like, okay, well, then I guess this is the new thing now. What if, like? What if he was just like some guy who came along and was like, yep, me. Yeah. I'm really good. Uh, and yeah, so it's all very confusing. 
and then even if you can get past that, even like ideologically, it's like, what, what are these things that if I then am following this religion, what are these things that I have to change about my own uh, perceptions of things? Like if God came down and was like, uh, like, <clears throat> like, I don't know if God came down and turned out to be as like shitty uh, as I don't know if I'm supposed to swear on this podcast. Oh, no, no, no. But, uh, no, you're good. I, I already said shit earlier, so. No, oh, you're, you did? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. Okay. Uh, if God turned out to be as shitty as, like, some of the people that follow, that are, like, religious, and who think, like, oh, like, uh, gay people are bad and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. If all that happens, if, if, if God happens to actually have those beliefs, then it's like, okay, then where does that leave me? Like, yeah. then it's like, then I don't want to be religious. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm just like, yeah, so it's a very confusing thing. And, uh, and, certainly, and it's yeah. like, I kind of I hope it's not real because then it's like, I can, then I'm not, then there's not going to be like a score at the end of life. It's mm -hmm. going to be like, okay, did you do it right? Yeah. Uh, at the same time, I wish I knew. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's something that bothers me is that I have to, I have to just accept that that's something that I'm never going to be able to fully know either way, uh, which drives me insane. <laughs> like, yeah, it can. There's not much in, in life that you can just that, like, there are things where it's like, okay, you could figure this out. You could figure this out if you like really look look into it enough like no matter how much experience a person has no matter how much like uh they've like uh i don't know like studied religion like you're never going to be able to figure out okay is is there some sort of higher power uh or is there not like there's just no real way to find out some people have told me that like oh like like physically it's like it's like totally impossible but i just feel like that's through our limited perceptions uh mm -hmm. of things like we're not supposed to be able to israel drives me crazy because i don't like not being able to figure stuff out and like not being able to know it's like so how am i supposed to live my life and then it's like well i guess i better i might as well just live my life in a way that makes me happy because uh, I'm never going to, if I waste my life <clears throat> um, living in a way that like is what I'm supposed to do or whatever, uh, then I might waste my whole life. And, and what if you, what if you did all that? And then you're like, Oh, nope, wrong religion. Uh, you, you were really committed to the religion, but wrong one is actually the flying spaghetti monster. Uh, that was the right one. Oh yes. I forgot about that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it just brings up a good point. So I guess what, for, like for myself, what I end up doing is, as I kind of look at Christianity, um, as it's no matter how you, how you feel about it there, uh, you know, if you actively go to church and, and practice the faith, there are a lot of good things that you can take away from it. As far as just about, you know, like just being a good person, there's a lot of those morals yeah. there. And I think that's important. So that that's just kind of what I try to just 
focus on, you know? Um, yeah. And not so much about, okay, is Jesus real? Um, you know, uh-huh. all that stuff. It's just, or is, is you know, he the right um, choice? I just try to think, well, you know, they promote all these good things. And I, th- uh-huh. you know, I think those are important and it, it's going to make me a better person, you know? Um, yeah. So anyway, but I was just, it's yeah. just something I had to bring up because it uh, fascinated me um, going through the Hollows EP and, you know, you mentioned it once and I was like, okay. And then you, it like, it kept happening. So I was like, okay, I got to ask him about that. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed our, our chat on that for sure. So, well, let's talk about then with this new record. Do you guys have a certain deadline that you have to have this this puppy out? No, but we don't have like a specific deadline. But the plan is, <clears throat> the plan is hopefully to record, start recording in January, and to have it released by next summer. Uh that's the plan as of now. But uh, I don't know. I guess it could change, but probably not. I don't know. Okay. I feel like we're making pretty good time at this point. I would say so. With uh, the amount of songs you got written and everything, I would say that's really good. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm super stoked just after talking to you about everything um, with the new the, how your new writing process is working for you. I'm I'm stoked yeah. to hear what's next. Maybe uh, it'll be all Coldplay inspired. Maybe. <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> I saw your tweet about that the other day, and you're like, "Coldplay is a good band," or, or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "Well, did yeah. someone say they're not?" I mean, I don't know. I I know oh, that a lot of people hate Coldplay. I, I my our, problem. Our manager. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Our manager responded to that tweet and said she was gonna quit. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> because we said we like Coldplay, and then another another band, uh, Tiny Kingdoms, which yes. she also manages, responded oh, okay. like, "Finally, somebody agrees with me." And she said, "Stop, guys! I'm really gonna quit." <laughs> <laughs> that's great. They were they were just literally yeah. they were just on the show last week. Yeah, um, I thought I heard that. Yeah, great that's guys. Dope. Yeah, we had a we had a great yeah. time. Um, yeah, they're but, awesome. But yeah, that's funny. So you might be uh, you might be losing a manager if this next record sounds all like Coldplay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have to find a manager that likes Coldplay. Um, it's funny you. Yeah. It's funny uh, we bring up Coldplay because I know there um, there was like a survey done about them uh, in like the recent in the last year or two, something along the lines that they put people to sleep the most out of like. Any yeah, that was like a band. while ago, though. Yeah, it was a while ago. <laughs> that um, was like that was before they got all poppy. I think. I think that was more when they were doing really soft music. Mm-hmm. And I don't think. Yeah, I, it, I'm not saying that makes them bad. Um, sure. I don't listen to too much Coldplay because it mellows me out too much. Um, but I think they are. I feel like the early stuff, like that's kind of the point. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. If I was listening to soft music that didn't lull me to sleep, I'd be like, huh. Right. I don't know. No, it's I guess true. not all of it does, but like I felt like that was the point of their early stuff. It's just very relaxing music. Yeah. Then they now they're I I I'll be honest, I'm not super like up to date on what they're doing right now. <laughs> so Well that I was a know, more so of a 
I <clears throat> that was more of a uh, in general. Like they've yeah. made a lot of really great music. I oh think. no, definitely. Uh, I mean, I know in uh, you know in, the, in recent years, in the last couple of years, they're they're trying to. To me, they're trying to stay modern. Um, you know, and they're collaborating, <laughs> right. they're collaborating with chain smokers and things like that um, yeah. to get that more modern top 40 sound, yeah. um, which they're, is, it's, it's a very strange, it's a very strange place for Coldplay to be because me and my friend were talking about this, my friend Nick Sintos, who's in the flips, we were talking about how we like Coldplay, but how it's weird that like, it's weird when, like, I don't necessarily think that I don't think he cares that much, and I and I I respect him for it, but I don't necessarily think Chris Martin fully understands how people perceive him, uh, which is Chris Martin seems like a very nice, very nice bloke. Uh, he's not. He's not. He's not a sexy person. Like you don't think from, so? Like I think he's no. a good looking. I think he's a good looking English guy. No, 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 no. I'm not saying he's not good looking. I'm saying he seems like a nice, wholesome chap. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't. He's not like a cool, sexy man. Like I don't know. He's like I feel like he. A lot of. Uh, some of the newer music that I hear from them, which some of it I hear and I think is awesome. Uh, some of it I hear and I'm like, it sounds like Chris Martin is like, I don't know. He's trying to sound very like cool. Yeah. I don't know. He's just, I don't know, but yeah. that's okay. Chris Martin can do whatever he wants. I just hope, I, I hope he's happy doing what he's doing. That's, that's just how I feel about music nowadays. I, I can't mm-hmm. get, I can't get angry about music anymore. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people and like me when I was younger, like if somebody does something you don't like, a lot of people will get like mad about it and be like, oh, they're not even trying or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just hope everybody's doing stuff that's making them happy. And it's probably, I'm not going to like everything just because I don't like something doesn't mean they don't like it. Mm-hmm. And if they like it, if they're happy with what they're doing and if other people are, responding well to that and it's resonating with other people and making their lives better then who am i to say anything bad about that uh yeah so i like i'm I'm glad you're uh, not the the only one to say that because i'm starting to feel i've i've gone more that way myself and just like well you know that's what they're doing now that's what they like to do and right it doesn't mean it sucks it just means (laughs) yeah you know that's, it just might not be your thing. Yeah, and that um, doesn't make it bad right. necessarily. Right, yeah. I'm at the point where it's like I, if a band releases something that I don't like, I'm just kind of grateful for the for the music that they've given me that I have liked, that has like served me in my life and made me happy. Uh, but I, I can't be mad that they want to do a different thing now. Like, yeah. Uh, and sometimes, sometimes I feel like they're doing the same thing and it's just not really hitting me. But I feel like in the past I would have been like, oh, they're just doing the same thing but worse. <laughs> but I feel like there's probably somebody who thinks it's better or somebody who doesn't care because they're like just happy to hear from this artist. Right. And I just hope – like a lot of times if I hear a band 
that I've liked in the past and then I hear something they do that's <clears throat> that's like a not my style i still am like really hopeful for them that it still gets like the attention that uh or i don't know that they get uh a lot of success out of it Mm -hmm. because i would be excited for if if a band has if i if i feel attached to a band uh i want them to be successful i don't know just because i i feel like a lot of the way that i think about this stuff comes from just understanding from an from an inside view of how like how hard uh making music can be at times and how uh sometimes like uh i don't know like sometimes it's very draining and frustrating and it's like if you can do something and make it and be happy with it like that's really the ultimate goal. Like if, if somebody, I don't want to be that guy who's like just talking shit about somebody when they felt like they were doing a good job. And then all of a sudden somebody comes along and on the internet and was like, Oh, this is bad. Like, I don't know. Like, I just don't want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's like, if it was your friend's band, <clears throat> if it was your friend's band and they released something that you were like, just okay with, uh, I feel like you'd still be at least hope that things worked out well for them, even if you're like, I'm not really into this music. Uh, and you know, people in big bands or whatever, or bands that I don't that I don't personally know are still human beings. So if they're a good person, uh, I want them to be happy. Um, so yeah. Exactly. It's it's uh, it's self. And that extends to you, Chris Martin, if you're listening. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, Chris Martin. He's a loyal listener of this podcast. I, a lot of people don't know. He's actually. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, he's, he's gonna. He- yeah, he's, he's a, gonna hear me talking shit. <laughs> he's a huge pop punk fan, and uh, yeah. yeah. So, he, uh, I actually just listened to a Chris Martin interview recently uh, with Zane Zane Lowe. Have you ever okay. listened to Zane Lowe's interviews? Um, gosh, why do I know that name? Why Why do I know? So he's like, I don't know. He's just like an interviewer guy for BBC. Okay, that's uh, and that's why BBC his name. and Apple Apple Music. Okay, uh, and he's just a very very good interviewer, mm-hmm. uh, and I really enjoy listening to his interviews. So a lot of times I'll just listen to his interviews, even if I'm like only vaguely interested in who he's interviewing. Mm-hmm. But Chris Martin is a type of person who I want to know, like where where his head's at for sure. Like yeah. uh, I'm at least interested in him enough to listen to an interview. Uh, but he had a really good interview with Chris Martin, and it uh, made me think about the way that I approach music uh, in a lot of different ways, and it was very cool. So. Also, he has a really good interview with Paramore Ooh, uh, that okay. he did ab- about their new album. Okay, but uh, yeah, so I have I have good feelings about Chris Martin at this time. Uh, so if you're listening, Chris, <laughs> you're doing great. You're doing great. All right, just want to make that clear because you know earlier might have sounded bad, but uh, uh, just want to make also, clear we love also, Chris Martin. Yeah. Also, Matt Healy from the 1975 said that in person, uh, Chris Martin is 
uh, a lot sexier. Like there's like an inten- intangible sexiness that you don't notice on like TV and the internet. Uh, there you go. So, so maybe he is sexy, but maybe he doesn't realize that that doesn't come across on the internet. Like he just seems like a nice, pure chap. To he me. does. Uh, yeah, he doesn't seem like somebody that you would meet and be like, "Wow, that guy's a really cool dude." <laughs> yeah, he seems more just more of like a relatable charm in a way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I agree. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, well, I know we're, uh, running out of time, uh, for today, but I think we should, uh, end the interview and play something from Hollows. I mean, I know we talked a lot about cool. new music, but we also talked about Hollows, I guess, too, but what song would you like, uh, to play from Hollows? Probably Branches. That's a good one. They're all good. Yeah, I don't know. That, <laughs> it's hard, hard thanks. to pick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to pick. They all have their, um... Uh, own uniqueness to them yeah so. I, I say branches because that seems to be the one that people are responding the best to um i think the response to all of the songs has been awesome uh but uh yeah branches people pe- caught on with people a lot more than we realized <clears throat> i never thought of branches as being like a uh anything that i would consider like a a candidate for a single or anything but that's kind of just how it turned out and which is cool uh so yeah i would pick that one it's beginning to feel like the end times i think i'll waste away in bed because every time i read the news it's already getting in my head i guess i could have just been more compliant i could have put faith into these hands instead i buried them in guilt of things i still don't understand isn't it strange to think that there are bones beneath your skin? I guess it makes me feel like a more practical invention So maybe there's a god I don't know But do you really think he built our bodies whole? I have to think that the parts are out there somewhere If we only have the guts to leave our homes I know I fucking don't And I hate that I'm part of that 
by City Mouth here on Pop Punk and Pizza. Thank you so much once again to Matt for being on the show today. And while we're waiting for that new City Mouth uh, full length, or I should say while we're waiting for the debut full length from City Mouth, you can check out their music if you go to citymouthil.bandcamp.com. You can also stream it on Spotify. I'm sure you can probably find it anywhere online, any streaming service. You'll find the uh, Hollows EP by City Mouth and all their other releases. And you can follow them on Twitter at City Mouth. And then I know their Facebook is City Mouth Band, uh, facebook.com slash City Mouth Band. So keep track of them there and uh, listen to their music and enjoy it before that debut full length comes out at some point next year. So that's going to be it for the show this week. I'm Jacques Lamour, your host. Once again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much, seriously, for downloading this podcast and giving it a listen. And I hope you go back and you listen to some of the other episodes, because there's a lot to listen to. This is episode 60. We're 40 away from the big 100, and I couldn't be more excited, and I'm glad you're here for the ride. Um, Next week on the show, I'm super excited to tell you about this. Justin Courtney Pierre who is best known for being the frontman of Motion City Soundtrack, is going to be our special guest on the show next week. I actually already did the interview about a week ago, and I'm very grateful once again. Thank you to Michelle from Epitaph for setting that up uh, with me last week. Um, So I got to talk with Justin over Skype about his upcoming debut solo album, In the Drink, which is going to come out via Epitaph on October 12th, which is not that far away. Um, so we got to talk about the new record, and we did talk about we did talk about Motion City a little bit, mainly about the end and that sort of thing. And then we go into all kinds of other different stuff. We had a great interview, and I think you're really going to enjoy that. So look for that on Pop Punk and Pizza next week, Wednesday, October 3rd. And you can look, make sure you look for the links on social media and follow us there. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's all at Pop Punk Pizza Pod. Uh, the Bangarang Radio handle is at Bangarang Radio. That's for Facebook and Twitter. My Twitter is on air with JL. So, yeah, make sure you follow all of our social media accounts and we'll keep you up to date on all the different shows that are coming out and what your favorite artists are up to and things like that. And then if you're in a band, you want to interview on the show, you want your music played on the show, whatever it is, hit me up, bangerangradio at gmail.com. 
Send me links to your music, your EPKs, all that stuff. Just as much information as about your band as possible to bangeringradio at gmail.com and we'll see if we can set something up, all right? So I hope you have a great week and I can't wait for you to hear the interview with Justin Courtney Pierre. Hello, it's nice to meet ya Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya Hey